Blog Talk Radio.
In the name of Amen, the Supreme, the All-Powerful, the one and only true Lord, and Amen, we trust, as the Republic of Mentalist, the real 144,000 is being gathered in this day and time, the Mentalist, the Amen race, the Bright race. Good evening, I'm your host, the Intellectual New Dominion Kari's, and this is Mentalist Radio, and tonight we're going to be discussing the struggle between black and bright. What do I mean by that? Well, this has been a long time coming. And, um, you know, for years, it has always been the intelligent ones of our people, the advanced ones of our people, the ones who know how to think beyond or think outside of the box or think on a level or try to think or want better for themselves, for their families, are the decent ones of our people. It has always been us who have been at odds with the ones that are associated as our people who don't think as we do, who think the opposite of us. When we was, um, you know, my father said something to me one time that my grandfather, his father said to him, he said that his father said to him, and my grandfather, keep in mind, was born 1899. He was born two years after the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. So my grandfather would be in his hundreds right now. He, you know, he's born a, not in the 1900s. He's born in the late 1900s, not the 20th century, late 19th century. Late, that about to change into the 20th century. But anyway, he told my father, you know, this around the time my father, a guy in the 60s and whatnot, you know, tells him, oh, you know, my grandfather said, niggas ain't shit. And my father was like, no, no, no. He was like, no, daddy, you don't understand. You know, black people, because you know, my father was on the whole black thing, black, you know, black this and black conscious, black this. And he said, and he said, um, yeah, I get that. His father said, yeah, I get that. My grandfather was not that era. He said, no, niggas ain't shit. In other words, he said, I get the black people and the good black people. And he said, then the niggas ain't shit. But what he was basically saying was my grandfather in his crude way, crude yet raw way like I, what I get from he was basically explaining the difference between bright people and black people. See, we didn't think the black people were the niggas that he was describing, but they are the niggas. The black people are the niggas. They are the niggas that my grandfather was saying ain't shit when shit over 50, 60 years, 70, over 70 years ago. And you know what? They still ain't shit. Black people still ain't shit. And unfortunately, us, the bright ones, had to endure being amongst these black pieces of shit, I'm going to just be raw and uncut with it. We had to live in projects with them, unfortunately, housing projects. We had to live in neighborhoods with them. We had to have these niggas, these black people, as our next-door neighbors. We had to live in neighborhoods where they kept the neighborhood filled with crime. And, you know, you can never speak to these niggas, these black people. You can't never say to them, well, hey, you know, why don't you just you know, like show some respect or like try to have some respect for the neighborhood? They don't want to hear that. It's like the black people are hell-bent on pulling down themselves and everybody who carries any semblance of life or intelligence with them. But you know what? They do have a camaraderie. They do always have a camaraderie with niggas like them, but she always turns into an enemy type thing, friends to enemies type thing, and they always love the white man. Them type of black people, they always got reverence and respect and love for the white man. I'm talking about these black people. You see, 
the black people always will shit on their own people, shit on their own kind, tear up their neighborhood, but they got the utmost respect for white people. That's how you know. And I'm sorry I had to use the crude talk, but it's raw and uncut because that's just how it's coming out. Um, it's always them. And like I said, it's how you know what I said, but black people were created by white people. Why I say that is because you could tell black people were created, the image of black people, which you see that keeps the hoods, the hoods, keep the nigger mentality going. You could tell that was created as a weapon against the bright ones of our people. I'm going to just say it like this. The fucking black race was created as a weapon against the bright race. That's what the black race was created for. They was created because, see, the so-called white man knew it would eventually be some righteous ones of our people, some intelligent ones of our people, some supreme ones of our people who are linked to our ascendants, the bright ones, the ones who would try to lead our people out of darkness. So what he did was he set up a permanent subhuman underclass of black people. And these permanent subhuman forms of shit, these black people, these subhuman pieces of shit, who will sell their people out, who will tell their people to go line up, their own black people to go line up and get vaccinated, who will sell their people out, who will become politicians, police officers, and all these things just to sell their own kind out, but will always do it at the behest of white people. That's why I said black people are nothing but a weapon of white people against the bright race. That's all they are. They're here to cause chaos and confusion. Any bright organization that you've ever seen from the Nation of Islam, Garvey, anything that was trying to bring about something, I'm not even going to really call Garvey a bright organization because he had a lot of black people in it. But whenever you try to have someone bring about brightness or evolution to our people, it was always black people somewhere around to help destroy it. It was always that black person. Right, all those black people that helped tear down everything and were working in unison with the so-called white man to destroy anything that our people tried to accomplish. Tell me I'm wrong. Edgar Hoover, he was, he was, he, he, he went and hired black agents, black agents, to go into an organization that was for the betterment and the upliftment of our people to purposely destroy them. What kind of person? What kind of man? Or woman would act against their own kind. You know that these people are not here to destroy the country. They're not here to hurt anything. They just want a better life for themselves and their children. And you would work against that. You would work against the people who want to come together, who want a better life for their children, who want a better life for their family. You see, you would join an organization just to try and destroy that. Malcolm X was a black man. He definitely was a black man. He definitely was a black man. Donald Elijah Muhammad was a bright man. You see, not a white man, not a black man, but a bright man, a futuristic man, an intelligent man. And when a futuristic and intelligent man comes about, and like I said, I recognize him because I am one. I am a bright man, born and bred. You're always going to have black people make their way in and try and destroy any type of work that you're doing. They can't help it. It's in them to be that way. It's in black people to be niggas because they were bred to be niggas. They were bred to be the ones that's going to tear up the fucking neighborhood, 
sell dope in the fucking neighborhood, shoot the neighborhood up, don't care, babies get hit, be and talk all that tough guy shit, but they'll be the first ones to back down when the white man show up with the police uniform on, which the white man don't, the white man kind of has, if you notice that, I'm going to show you something with the black thugs and the white police. They got a, if you ever notice with them, they got like kind of like a symbiotic relationship the nigga, the thug nigga, and the, and the police, it's like a dad and son relationship. It's almost like when the white police show up, it's like he's picking up his fucking son and, 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 about, to, uh, and about to, you know, um, chastise him for, for doing, doing wrong. They always got that kind of relationship. It's like, he's, it's like he's almost about to discipline his son. Oh, Tyrone, what are you doing? Tyrone, put that goddamn gun down, Tyrone. Put that gun down before I blow your ass off. And Tyrone will put that gun down. All right, officer. All right. Tyrone ain't tough no more. Raheem and Rakim and them ain't tough no more. All of a sudden, all the fighting on went out of them, all the angst to shoot up the neighborhood and whatnot. And you know what? They're going to put Raheem and Tyrone and them back right on the street. The only time they're going to take Tyrone, Raheem, and all of them off the street is when the new neighborhood about to become gentrified. That's when you ain't going to see Tyrone and Raheem and them no more. You know, that's when the nigga spies, they nigga agents who the so-called white man set up to come into the neighborhood and destroy it. That's when he starts to break his tools. That's when he starts to destabilize his agents. Like I said, you like them fucking gangs in L.A., them gangs. They not the Crips, but the Bloods. You already know they said CIA set them niggas up. And I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised they set them niggas up to go up here and they had some agents in these groups because they had they put black people in all of these little groups and whatnot just to start chaos and confusion. Some nigga be the one to get the guns and get the niggas the guns. Next thing they shooting and killing and they starting the chaos and confusion because the beast wants to keep our neighborhoods as a breeding ground for chaos and confusion because when there is peace and harmony, law and order and righteousness, we breed the best children. See, we breed the best children. We breed the most intelligent, well-spoken children when there is peace, when there is community, you see. And the beasts don't want that. They don't want that. So what do they do? They create Tyrone and Raheem and Shaniqua and all them fucking niggas you see in the hood on Section 8, on welfare. Why do you think the white man keep giving them that shit? He don't tell Shaniqua and Tyrone and all them, you better get your black ass off of welfare and you got to go to school and do all that. Because, see, Shaniqua and Tyrone and all them, see, once you have to, you tell them they got to get educated, they got to go and get skills and trades. See, what happens is if the beast, if he educates or he, he, he makes Shaniqua a nurse and he makes Tyrone a, a maintenance man or, or some sort of electrician or carpenter, if he sends Tyrone to school to be a maintenance man, an electrician, a carpenter, something like that, and Shaniqua to nursing school, then guess what? Shaniqua and Tyrone and Raheem and them, they ain't got time to tear the fucking neighborhood up. They ain't got time to be selling dope out the fucking tra- out their house or selling the trap house because they working now. They responsible now. They got children now. You see, and the beasts don't want that. So he'd rather keep subsidizing Raheem and Shaniqua and all these fucking niggas in your neighborhood, these black people. You see, he know what he's doing. He know that that type of when you when you give these people these types of uh, uh, of social programs that it breeds all kinds of degeneracy. He knows that when the beast has to step in and give the social programs, he's trying to breed degeneracy. You see, he creates a ghetto and he creates a permanent subclass of people, and those are the people that are going to tear up the neighborhood, bring the property values down. 
the beast knows that he's planting these niggas in your neighborhood. Because like I said, and we and we'll be the ones that we'll be the odd people out because see, we the ones we don't want to cause no problems. You know, we don't like how things we would like our neighborhoods clean and safe and you know, we don't we would like to know who our neighbors are. We we really would like to, a lot of us would really like to have a community. We just don't say it. Because when you know, when you're trying to have a community, you got these ratchet ass niggas next door to you who trying to tear the fucking community up. They these niggas are so evil and demonic, they see they'll see there'll it'll be a nice basketball game, something for the kids. These fucking niggas will show up and shoot the basketball game up to kill some other niggas just to come. Why would you go there and do that? Just to cause chaos and confusion. These niggas are demons, man, straight up. The beast created them. The beast created these demonic niggas, man, and put that spirit in them. That's how you, and how you know it is, these niggas got, ain't these the niggas that always, they believe in white Jesus. They believe in white Jesus. They believe in white prophet Muhammad. When these fucking niggas turn, these blood and crypt and all these other gang niggas, when they turn into Christians and Muslims and whatnot, they worship in white prophet Muhammad or white Jesus. They the ones that slandered Elijah Muhammad. They rather worship a fucking Arab. An Arab that had black people in slavery. Arabs that had black people in slavery. That's how you know they got the spirit of the beast on them. They the niggas that never robbed the corner store where the Arabs at. They always cool with the Arabs. They always cool with the Asians. They always cool with the East End. They they get them pound everything. You you they look at them one of their own kind. Fuck this nigga looking at. And it's usually a bright person. Somebody who ain't doing it. It ain't one of their own black kind. It's not one of their own black kind. It's usually somebody who got some brightness in their eyes, who don't want no problems going about their business, who got a real life. Those are the ones they choose to get in beef with because you never see these monkey niggas really get into beef with each other. You see? You never see these monkey niggas really get in beef with each other. You never see Shaniqua and, 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 and even though you might see these, these chicks outside fighting and whatnot and carrying on, sitting on the bitch drinking fucking Pepsi and Coca-Cola all day. Trust me, I grew up around these bitches. I'm raw and uncut, man. Raw and uncut. Anybody don't like it, don't listen. Raw and uncut just because it just hit me to do this. You know, you struggling to stay bright. You struggling to, you know, ha- live in a place where it's safe and things like that. And all you can hope for is that no niggas are around, no black people. You see? Because you didn't know how to really say it. You were just like, well, you know, you want people that look like you. You want your own kind around you. You don't want to live around the white people. You know, because they, they just as worse as, they're not as bad as black people. They can be. They can be. They can be niggas in their own way. They could be wiggers in their own goddamn way. They do they they do they demonic they do they demonic shit a little different. You see, depending on the level of of uh, 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 crackers you live next to. You see, they just a demon. They can be just as demonic as niggas. You see, but like I said, you always got to keep your eye out. You might you said to yourself you want to be around your own kind, but you got to re- but then you think, damn, my own kind is black. My own kind is black. I don't want to be around black people, but I don't want to be around white people, but I want to be around my own kind. So now there's a dilemma. What you're really saying is you want to be around bright people like yourself. You want to be around bright, decent, law-abiding people who have decency, and you want to have a community with them. You want to come together with them. See, this is why, this is exactly why our people haven't had more communities, organizations, things like the Nation of Islam come up, because it's always spoiled by black people. 
black people join these bright movements that are futuristic, they're looking forward. Black people join them just to bring dead weight to the fucking in, um, to, to the community. They they join these organizations just to bring their dead black energy. Trust me, I, we don't had it all here in the Republican intellect. We had a lot of black people join the Republican intellect, especially in the beginning. Oh my God. And I said, oh, my God, for real. We had a lot of black people to join. We had shit, shitloads of black people coming in out the Republican mental act. See, because we were creating and bringing about a bright energy here. And so the black people, you know, they don't like no bright energy. They don't like that. They want some black-ass, dark energy. They want some black-ass, dark nigger energy. Demonic nigger energy where it's gossiping and slandering and talking shit. The niggas trying to get in the women's pants, being disrespectful. Niggas want to be on Facebook posing with blunts. We had niggas like that. We had niggas like that who didn't want to follow orders and law and things like that, but they was playing like they, but they was drawn to the community and the mental act. And then, like I said, they turned around and slandered me. We had tons of niggas that came in, tons of black people that joined the Republican mental act. Tons, even though I was saying, but I had to say it even more because obviously that happened because I wasn't pumping up the volume when I said that we only want bright people in the Republic, not black people. I said mental like it's not for black people. And obviously the black people didn't hear me or they thought they obviously obviously thought they were bright people when they really obviously were black. You see. So they had to get up out of here. And, of course, you know, as they try to go, they always trying to take people with them. You know, that's what black people do. Black people try and destroy everything. They tear up everything in your fucking house before they go out the door. They're trying to tear everything down. They're trying to slander you because that's the demonic energy in them. And for nothing. For, all for nothing. I did nothing to these people or nothing. But you ain't got to do nothing to black people to get them to act like demons. They're already demonically possessed. See, y'all been keeping your eye on the so-called white man. Yeah, keep your eye on his white ass, but also keep your eye on, they, on these on these black ass niggas, man. Keep your eye on them too, because they here to serve the beast, man. They're not of Amun. They're not of a higher order. So what else they gonna serve if not if they not serving Amun in this higher order? What else you think these niggas gonna serve, man? What else you think they're gonna serve? Ain't no, oh, they just going to be decent, and oh, you know, just because I ain't with mentalect don't mean I support the white man. You know how these niggas are saying, just because I ain't with mentalect don't mean I support the white man. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Because I guarantee you, if tomorrow they call me the Minkari, the cult leader, or they call me, they come up with some false charges calling me a child molester, all these fucking niggas will sit up here and, and believe that and spread that bullshit. If they said anything, they get because they all said about Doctor York, or how much they love Doctor York. But then when they the beast turned on him and crucified him and, and set him up with that BS, everybody went for the okie doke. They start questioning, well, maybe he was touching children. I'm like, wow, wow, wow. That just show you how quick black people turn on you. That show you just how quick black people turn on you. You see. So anything where you got black people, that's why I say anything where I got black people following me, I don't want no black people following me nowhere. I don't want niggas following me across the street because I know how they are. I know how black people are. I grew up around black people. I grew up fighting black people. I grew up being picked on by black people. You see? I know exactly how it is to be raised around black people. I stayed away from them. I didn't want to throw my life away like them. And I got involved with black people, you see, uh, hustling, selling drugs. I can admit that. 
but they always knew I wasn't one of them. They always knew that. They always knew I wasn't with them. Then niggas look at me. I could tell they knew. Uh, the niggas never tried me, though. Oh, they never fucking tried me. Yeah, I was like, no, I'm, I'm masquerading as a nigga, but trust me, I know how to be a nigga if I got to be. You see, they always know that you're not one of them. Keep that in mind. And once these niggas know that you're not one of them, they're going to become dangerous. They just like the so-called white man. The white man, he 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 turn on you because he he know you're not one of his kind. And these niggas, the blacks, will turn on you because they know you're not one of their kind. So they can look and tell you're not one of them, especially the black females. If you're a bright woman, the black females hate you already. If you got your hair natural, if you got some glow to your face, you got some will to live, you actually got something going on, these black bitches hate you. You know they hate you out the gate. And they can't even tell you why they hate you, but these black hoes hate you. And I'm going to call them just like that. These black bitches hate you. They are not our people. They are not our people. And if anybody feels some kind of way about it, then you obviously black. You got to fight the black in you sometimes because sometimes you might have had some black, you've been raised with black people. You might have been raised with black family members and shit. And, you know, you get some of that blackness on you, that demonic black ass energy on you. And so what you got to do? You gotta go fight when you trying to when you trying to you know evolve into that brighter brighter self that does live within and outside you. When you trying to raise to that, you gotta constantly be fighting the blackness in you, things that have been ingrained to you as a black person. You gotta constantly fight that. You gotta constantly fight not to be a damn nigger. You see, that's really what it is. You gotta fight not to be petty, gossipy, talking shit, being destructive, causing chaos. You know the shit black people do. You see, you got to fight not to be as cool in a sandboat and kiss white people asses because black people got no problem kissing white people ass. But then we'll turn around and hand you their ass to kiss. Yeah, right, my black brothers and black sisters. Miss me with all the black stuff because, see, I recognize it for what it is. A lot of you, and like, people that's listening to this, they're being, oh, brother, why are you saying this? You hate your people. Brother, why are you saying this? They're not my people. I told you. The struggle between black and bright is real. It has always existed. The struggle between black and bright is real. If you had a bright person that was on the damn plantation and he wasn't no coon and no Tom, no sellout or whatever, like I said, black people going to bring his ass down. If he's thinking about escaping and doing something that's going to benefit him, black people going to try and bring It's going to be some black people that the beast has started breeding, you know, because you know how he breed the black people. You know, he breed the black female by making her his bed wench doing everything to her, messing her mind up. And she next thing, you know, she let her, he let her live a little bit better, you know, living a side, living a side, you know, damn side stable somewhere like a damn horse on the side of his house that he could go into, you know, and she thinks she living better. And he'd tell all the other slaves, don't go inside those quarters, that's for me and, and such and such. And of course, the, she, 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 now she's special. Now she get the, she get the white woman's old hand-me-down dresses, you know, that's what your Oprah Winfrey's and these people are today who want to live around the white man. They're black people. Steve Harvey, those are black people. You see, Tyler Perry, those are black people. They're not bright people. Those are black. These are the modern-day black people. These are the ones who the white man bred on the fucking plantation. They're the descendants of the ones the white man bred on the plantation that got buck broken like Tariq Nasheed say, got bed winched and buck broken. And basically, after they got abused, Whipped, had the ass whipped, and was given jobs to be Uncle Tom's and good, 
a good uh, 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 systemized Negroes, that's when he unleashed the black race onto the world. He unleashed black people onto the world. You see, he unleashed black people onto the world like a fucking virus, man. You niggas have become a virus, just like the so-called white man. That's why I said the only way to harness all, uh, the only way to quarantine that virus is to keep the black and white together away from the bright, man. Keep the black and white together, man. That's why you think I said I'm not with the black and white no more. It's just gray now, man. I'm only using black and bright just for, you know, so you understand. But that's why I say, man, they all the same. Black and white, they all gray. It's all gray to me. It's all gray. I don't see black. It's no different than white. They all the same. Y'all better start thinking that way. Y'all better start goddamn thinking that way. I'm talking about my ones who walking with me, the bright race. The ones who walking with me, they all the goddamn same. You're going to see in these last days, the damn, the damn nigga woman going to be backing up the white woman. And the white the nigga man going to be black backing up the white man. You see, against your bright asses. They're going to be against us, the bright ones. They'll be the niggas. The niggas will be the ones calling us a cult right along with the white man. They'll be calling us a cult right along with the white man. So much for your black brothers and sisters. So much for your black family members. Because you already know those who walk with me, you already know they're saying behind your back you in a cult. You already know that. But they black asses. They're already saying, oh, you know they're in a cult. Yeah, yeah, I know you in the, yeah, 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 right, right, right. Yeah, they're in a cult. You know what they're always saying? Because what else a nigga going to do but be a parrot like the white man? You know, what else a nigga going to do? These are the same black-ass niggas that's going to line up. Fortunately, these are the same black-ass niggas that's going to line up and get the COVID shot. Go on. Good. Good. They'll be the first. The niggas that's going to line right up and get the COVID shot. Good. That's excellent. Beast always breaks his tools over time. Breaks them down. See, because he used them against us over time. See, he started using them on the plantation. If there was any bright people on the plantation, he'd send out these niggas. See, the job of the blacks that he that he um that he was grooming was to find all the bright niggas. You know, he, he considered bright ones, smart niggas. Find all the bright ones who want to escape, who talking subversive, who don't want to be, who ain't okay with this slave shit. You know, what I'm saying who ain't down for none of this. Find them niggas and report them to me, and that's just what they did. I told you what the fucking thugs would be doing right now. If the thugs, all these thug niggas are talking all this thug shit, if they was back in slavery right now, you know what the thugs would be doing? The thugs would be going from plantation to plantation. If the white man say right now uh, he going to reenact slavery, you know what the fucking thugs are going to do? Them niggas going to get marched right off into the plantation. Them niggas going to pick cotton. The white man going to tell them they can have conjugal visits and they can make more slave babies. And then niggas going to fucking do it. And he going to get them a job beating your ass, beating the bright people up, and beating up their own kind to keep them working. That's what the thugs going to be doing. That's what the thugs are going to be doing. They ain't going to be revolting. They ain't going to be fighting the white man. Because if that was the case, these fucking niggas would be doing it before they go off to jail and do 100 fucking years. Yet you talk all that thug shit. Let you talk to you about it, about it. Why you didn't shoot it out with the white man? Because you ain't going to shoot it out with your master. You ain't going to fight your master. See, he's the one that pumps that evil demonic energy into them. He's the one to keep these niggas animated. You see, he's the one to keep the black race animated. Because without the assistance of the so-called white man, these niggas ain't talking about shit. They ain't on shit. 
their whole life is get the newspaper, get on, get on TikTok, whatever, whatever nonsense the white man provide for them to entertain themselves. Karaoke at a fucking club or whatever these niggas is doing. Getting drunk at a strip club, throwing money up in the air, turning up, shooting up guns like a bunch of monkeys. You see? This is what this is what that is. This is why I don't cry when the white man put these niggas to death. Because all these niggas that he put to death, well, wasn't none of these people bright. Wasn't none of these people bright. They were all black. See, because Amon looks out for his own. Amon protects his own. These niggas were black. And, of course, you know how you know they were black? Because you got a whole lot of black people that came out, and they were being sentimental toward these Negroes, getting shot down, getting mowed down and stuff like that. Like I said, they was being sentimental because they niggas recognized their own kind. I didn't shed a fucking tear. And I never shed a tear when I hear about something happening to black people. You know why? Because it's their fucking fault, man. It's their fault. You see? These are the niggas my grandfather, Claude Anthony, talked about over 80, 70, 60, 70 years ago. Over 60 years ago, these are the niggas my great, my grandfather, excuse me, my, my great grand, my grandfather, my father's father, my paternal grandfather, Claude Anthony, spoke about over 60 years ago. And they come in all shades, all complexion. You got light-skinned black people, dark-skinned black people, brown-skinned black people, they all black. It don't matter what shade they are. They all black. They're all blacked out, meaning they have no higher intelligence, no higher conscience, no higher direction into the fourth dimension. So they're blacked out, man. They're blacked the hell out. That's why they, they worship what they believe is the highest in the third dimension, which is the so-called white man. Because if you tell them anything about Amish, oh, what's fuck you talking about, nigga? What's that Amish shit you talking about? But they love Jesus, though. They love white Jesus. Yo, Jesus is my Lord and Savior. DMX. And all you niggas that had white Jesus on your arm, Jesus is their Lord and Savior. You tell me anything about, um, I don't know about no fucking army, nigga. You see, but white Jesus is their Lord and Savior. You see? He's he, he their Lord and Savior. He, 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 he's the reason why when these niggas go, when they leave the hood, they're no longer committing crimes and violence. When they move, get the chance to move next to white people, they're quiet as church mice. They're polite. They speak to their neighbors. Ain't no gunplay. Ain't niggas ain't turning up and no, having no parties on the lawn. They ain't doing none of that shit. Ain't none of that. You see, ain't no loud music, none of that. Ain't no shooting the neighborhood up when they live around white people. You see? They ain't none of that because the, in their mind, the Lord is the white man. The, the real Lord is the white man. You see, the real Lord is the white man. Amen is not their Lord. The Lord is the white, their Lord is the white man. And he should do as thy will with him. He should be able to do as thy will. You got to, like I said, you got to charge the black race to the game, man. You got to charge the majority of black people to the game, man. They here to serve the beast, man. And we got to get out of that black frequency right now, man. It's bright people. We got to get out of that black frequency. You see? We got to remove ourselves from that black frequency. Why? Because that black frequency is going to get lower and lower and lower. It's going to get lesser and lesser and lesser. That's why I say I try to limit my any, any, any engagement, any kind of physical or verbal engagement with black people. I try to limit. Like, same with white people. I try to limit all of that. Same with all these damn humans. I try to limit any of my interaction with niggas, man. All you goddamn crackers, man. 
You see, if it ain't about business, I don't want to talk to none of y'all, man. These fucking humans all together. They here to serve the beast, man. They got the mark of the beast on them. We ain't trying to make friends with everybody. These niggas that's out here talking about we need to make this all about making friends. We ain't making friends with nobody, man. We ain't we ain't trying to be friendly with nobody because the people you make friends with will always be because you see when you make friends with people in the three D world, see, that's always those are your fair weather friends. You see, because like I said, the word end is in friend for a reason, because they always end up becoming your enemies. They're fair weather friends. They're not really people you can trust and see, because a friend gives you this idea, a so-called friend gives you this idea that you can trust in them. You see, that you can trust them with your secrets, trust them with personal things you might want to. They give you that idea, and a lot of y'all bought into this idea. You bought into this idea. That's why y'all trust in the so-called white man, so-called black race. They trust in the white man, and the white man they trust. You see, like I said, if nothing ever shows you, these niggas that lined up and got their COVID shot shows you everything. These niggas that walk around with these masks on looking like if you sneeze and they direction, these niggas about to, like they about to have a fucking heart attack. If you cough, these niggas about to have a heart attack. And you see these fat, overweight-ass black females walking around, all these fat, dirty Negroes, these ones that are sitting out. I don't understand. Now, you know this This is a black male. This nigga's homeless, dirty as shit, like he or every bit of a crackhead, a dope with a crackhead, a dope fiend, a winehead. This nigga got a mask on. Now, if that's not some programming, I don't know what is. This nigga dirty, dingy, begging, looking like he, like he rolled out of a dust pile, the nigga begging for money on the corner, but he got a mask on his face. You see, that's a black man right there. That's a black male right there. He give a fuck about living. He done shot every goddamn, but look, he done shot every bit of heroin up his arm, snort every smoke, all kind of crack, everything else, dirty, got all kind of war school, probably nigga got, got shot a few times, stabbed a few times, and this nigga got a, a mask on his face. He, interest, he don't want to die from COVID. That's a, black, that's a black person for you. That's the mindset of a black person. You see, keep that in mind. You see, those you had a lot of black people down south when they was hanging, uh, hanging niggas. You got a lot of black people down there. You had some bright ones though too. You had some bright ones too that put work in. They don't talk about them people. You know why they don't talk about them people? Because they're interested in keeping black people black. They want to keep black people in that cowardly state of being. You had a lot of bright ones that was they was putting their work in. And eventually they made up out and they left up down south, man, because not so much for the white people, but for the niggas, the black ones who was helping to support the white people. Support that Jim Crow shit. Support that bullshit uh, um, south shit and that bullshit uh, 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 Confederate flag. You see, it was niggas that was helping to support that shit. Because how you know that, like I said, Obviously, some niggas got to comply. Niggas got to comply. You see, you got niggas that got to comply, and they'll tell on other ones who are, yeah, we need to get our guns together and start fighting and get doing what we got to do. You got niggas who was like, I don't want to do that, and then they'll run and tell the white man. All the time, they'll go and tell the white man. You see? So the beast breeds these type of niggas, man. He bred the black race. 
especially Brandon when he gave him HB at HBCUs, because that's really why the white man gave up the money for the HBCU. He didn't give it up because he wanted to educate niggas, man. He gave it up because he wanted to create a he, he wanted to create a boule class of niggas, man. Because the boule was created in these HBCUs, man. That's where the boule was created. That was created in these HBCUs in the late 1800s, 1900s. That's where your boules was created because they needed to create a buffer class between them and the rest of the so-called millions of black people that was in this country. They needed to create a buffer class. They needed to raise up a, a so-called intelligent, well-spoken buffer class of people. This is where your W.E.B. Du Bois came from. This is where your Thurgood Marshalls and these goddamn and, uh, 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 Frederick Douglass and, and these niggas who you still see today, people like Omar Johnson, they big people like Frederick Douglass up. What'd that tell you? That's how you know who's a black person. They book, they big up these all these civil rights niggas, all these pro black, um, red, black, and green niggas. They big up. You'll always see these niggas big enough for a few people like Malcolm X. They'll big up Malcolm X. <coughs> They'll big up W. E. B. Du Bois. Uh, 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 what's the other guy? Booker T. Washington, Martin Luther King. Right? They always big these same niggas up, man. Malcolm X made it into the pantheon once he sold out the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. He made it into the pantheon of fucking icons. Once he sold out the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. Jesse Jackass, yeah, him too. Al Sharpton. See, Al Sharpton, see, he was a rebel. He was talking, he was trying to act like, but the nigga had a perm on his head. You see? Now, he's been institutionalized. He's officially a boule Negro. Been one for a while. Car carrying boule ass niggas like Jesse. Hard carrying boule coons, black niggas. See, they they here they here to talk to the black people. They're here to uh, uh, they here to uh, 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 appeal to black people. That's what they here for. They here to guide they black people. That's what they here for. You see, that's that's what they here for. That you see, the white man raised up these black people because, like I said, they want to control the opposition. See, because what you don't want to have in a system like this, you don't want to have natural-born intelligent leaders rising up. You don't want to have that who are raised up on a, on a whole level of intelligence. You want to have that. You want to have a bunch of niggas that you create yourself. You want to have a nigga that you create yourself from scratch. How do you do that? You educate this nigga, take him, put him in one of the HB, or you let him go to a, let him go to a white university. Let him go to a Harvard. Let him go to a, a a a Yale, you know. Let him go to a a a, a nice Ivy League uh, white school. Learn how to talk black and everything else. Speak black to black people. Let him get educated, you know. And you start, you know, basically grooming them to be over the rest of the black people. You see, because I mentioned the ratchet black people, the ones in the hood, but like I said, it's a cross section of black people, man. It's a cross-section of fucking coons, man. It's a cross-section of these coons. From from Oprah Winfrey's and your Russell Simmons all the way down to Tyrone and Shaquita in the hood. They all the same, man. They love the beast. They love the beast. And they hate their own kind. And they hate those who they know are not their own kind, the intelligent ones. You see, they don't got no regard for other so-called black people 
and especially the ones who are not black, the bright ones of our people who see right through them. See, the bright ones of our people are the ones who see through them, who see through all of this. They hate that. They hate that. They hate a bright man and a bright woman. You see? You see how they demonize a bright man and a bright woman? See how they demonize the Honorable Elijah Muhammad? See how they stay demonizing the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, calling the man a pedophile? Here this man done been dead over 50 years. Here this, them sisters done came forward from the nation of Islam, who he impregnated, who was took as his wives, and they said that they wanted to be his wives. They wanted children with him, and they he, they agreed. Ain't nobody forced them to do anything, and they wasn't no teenage girls, but they keep saying that because they want to slander the image of Elijah Muhammad. They want to slander his image. They don't want him to be looked up to by other bright people because, see, they ain't worried about him being looked up to by black people. Cause, see, black people look up to fucking Biggie Smalls. Black people look up to Tupac Shakur. Black people look up to fucking Barack Obama. Black people look up to any fucking nigga that they put in front of your face, any of these rap monkey niggas with this trap bullshit music or these hoes out here trying to push off this bullshit frequency of this uh, uh, this Nicki Minaj, Meg Thee Stallion. That's who black people look up to. So they ain't looking right about black people looking up to people like Donald Elijah Muhammad. They don't want him inspiring other bright people. They don't want him causing a chain effect to get our people thinking. That's what the problem is. See, they already know what niggas like. That's why they keep giving you all these nigga movies. They, give, they put niggas like Tyler Perry. They give you these nigga movies. You see? These stupid-ass nigga movies, right? And it's always the same script, same plot, written by some so-called, written by a so-called Jew. They already know what you niggas like. You see? See, they keep the, they keep the same revolving door, the same revolving track for black people going. They keep the same stereotypical bullshit going because that's how black people think in a rotation. Black people think in a rotation. Black people don't think outside of anything other than what the white man tells them. That's why when there's any intelligent thought to be or any intelligent talk to be had, you don't include black people. You don't include black people. See, because black people they don't acknowledge what they don't acknowledge what you're saying unless white people say what you're saying is right. That's how black people think. They don't think beyond anything white people tell them. That's why they believe they still black. Cause see the white man didn't see Nubin Minkari telling you you not black, and you visually seeing that your skin is not black is not enough. The white man got to come along and y'all, you know, y'all really are the copper skin people that we were talking about in um in the uh, Merriam-Webster dictionary. That's 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 really black people. Cause I mean, if a white guy came along right now and said, you know, um, black people are really the descendants of the Olmecs, the Aztec, and the Inca people, and the Mayan people here, and they're not really black. That's just a a, a racial. Uh, uh, that was just a racial uh, uh, class type of. Uh, that was a racial like, classification and things like the social classification. That they're not really black. Their skin is not black. Now, if a white man came along and said what I've been saying, niggas act like there was a revelation. They act like they heard the greatest revelation ever. Oh, you heard what the, you heard you heard what Doctor Such and Such said. We ain't black. See, see, we ain't black. We 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 bronze. We copper colored people. No, you black people. You're black because you you only responded when the white man said something, like black people do. You only respond when white people say shit. And like I said, black people always tell on themselves. Black people always tell on it so they could play like they that like they bright, like they of something higher. They could play like it, but they always see the beautiful thing about that is 
time reveals all things. Black people always tell on themselves. Black people always tell on themselves. Now, Minister Farrakhan, I, I just got to break that shit out. When Minister Farrakhan was like all happy that uh, that white man wanted to come and hear him play violin at his house, uh, who is it? He said Chris Martin. Y'all know who Chris Martin is? He was smiling. They want to bring he want to bring some Jewish fellas by my house to him. He played the violin. I was like, what the fuck did I just hear? Minister Farrakhan, now I'm gonna just leave it at that. He was he was happy. White people wanted to come here and play the violin. This is your black this is your black powerful leader, Minister Farrakhan. Minister Farrakhan. He said, Y'all know who Chris Martin is? And the guy's a white boy from that group Coldplay. The white boy from the group the white boy from the group Coldplay was married to Gwyneth Paltrow. I I, I kid you not. I don't know what to say about that. This, this, you impressed that white people want to come to your house and listen to you play violin, perform for them. This is what it doesn't come down to. I told you black people always show you who they are. Black people always show you who, you are, who they are over time. They show you who the real black people are and who the bright ones are. Donald Elijah Muhammad called it 50 years ago about Minister Farrakhan. He called it. See, a bright person, see, they got their eyes and that sensory of illumination, man. Down with Elijah Muhammad, you look in his eyes, man. You can feel his piercing fucking eyes. Down with Elijah Muhammad had piercing eyes, man. He had that illumination in his eyes. He could see things. Tell me about no master Fahd Muhammad. You was looking at God in person. But see, black people didn't see it that way. They was in it for Fahd Muhammad, uh, somebody who like a white man. They didn't see he was looking at God in person. Even if he didn't see it himself, he realized it later. And he also realized, he didn't say, would he, at the end of all this, all my true followers are going to be able to be, only going to be able to fit into a taxi cab. You know why? Because the messenger realized what I had to realize, that black people and bright people are totally different, are from totally different cloth. Those who came from above and those who were born on the surface. Black people were born on the surface, man. They were bred on the surface. They were born in the drop. They were born in the drop. Understand that, man. And they will always be against the evolution in the best interest of our people. Black people will always be against it. They will always side with the so-called white man when it comes to the evolution of our people. I promise you that. They are not off there. We are not allies. We are not friends. And for the people that's listening to, they'll say, oh, man, this brother, he's saying stuff like he hates his people. Oh, man. Let me tell you something. First of all, these are not my people. Second of all, how many of y'all always been pointing out coons and sambos and sellouts? You've been saying, calling these people coons, sambos and sellouts and Aunt Jemima's and bed bucks and bed, and you identified them as enemies to the race. Well, all I'm doing is agreeing with you, and I'm explaining to you why that is, because they black. And if you are able to recognize this, then that means you're not black. You're actually bright. They are black. See, because black people never realize the destruction that other black people do. They never realize that because they're too busy destroying some kind of shit. They're too busy um, being chaotic and confused. They damn self. They're too busy in the club turning up, being whores and sluts. Being all kind of way, all kind of demonic and wicked shit here in this three dimensional realm. We'll be right back.
so-called black person, black people, because they were bred on the plantation, have always been taught to hate others that look like them, to be suspicious of others that look like them, to work against bringing them down. That's where that term crabs in the barrel come from. Yes, niggas are like crabs in a barrel. They pull each other down once they see one climbing up. Like I got this clown on my YouTube page. Now I just put up this broadcast, the Reflections of Illumination, I think that was. And this clown up here talks on my, I'm copying from Dr. York. Right? You always get one clown that say it. There ain't no real Nawapian saying it, but this clown looks like I'm copying from Dr. York, the Reflections of Illumination. I'm copying from Dr. York. I said, well, why don't you come on here and show me why I'm copying from Dr. York? And I gave him the number. Now, they never show up. I said, go ahead and show and prove it. Expose me. Please expose me. Expose me as copying from anybody. I dare you. 319-527-6028. And press number one, Gary John. I'm calling you out on anybody because this is what black people do. Black people are taught to pull down others that look like them, especially those who are bright. They're taught to destroy anything that you have. You had people that resented the fact in the projects when I was coming up, my mother and father, and us. they resented the fact that my father was home. I had people around us because we didn't mess with the people in the hood and the neighborhood. We stayed pretty much to ourselves. as We got. We didn't mess with them, man. We stayed to ourselves, and they would always refer to us as the damn Huxtable family. That was the way they tried to call us, like the Cosby. You know that show, the Bill Cosby family was popular back then, the uh, Cosby show. But they referred to us as that, but it was more or less meant to be like a insult because we wasn't getting mixed up in street crime and being, being niggas in the hood and all that. We was about we going to school. We was doing stuff. And we was just trying to live our life. Our father was home. Our mother was home. They worked and whatnot. And, you know, black people don't like seeing that. Black people don't like to see that. They don't like to see that you got something to live for other than getting high or sitting around talking shit about people or sitting around um, being a damn loser. They hate seeing you succeed. Even black people who so-called succeed, they don't feel as though they succeed unless they're pulling you down. You see, they don't feel like way. Unless they pulling down another so-called black person. Good example of that, nigga Spike Lee. You Spike Lee, you sit up here and you talk all this shit about how you went to film school, NYU film school, how you graduated from an HBCU, a historically black college, Morehouse. But then when Maddie Rich came up and Maddie Rich made straight out of Brooklyn and he pulled together the money, he didn't go to film school. He taught himself. He was self-taught and he made a decent movie. And he also directed Inkwell after that. You sit up here and, and, and try to diss Maddie Rich, another so-called black man, just because he didn't get educated in how to make film by the white man. You sit up here and diss Maddie Rich. You see, so-called pro-black Spike Lee, you sit up here and diss another so-called black man because he didn't go to school NYU. He didn't have his grandmother or whoever who gave him money to go to um, film school around these Caucasian Jews. Because he didn't have the he didn't have the connections you had, or he was obviously wasn't willing to do what you did. You see, to be amongst white people, amongst the white producers, because you are a creep, Spike Lee. You're a creep. Because he wasn't willing to do it, you don't see Maddie Rich no more. Because he obviously wasn't willing to bend over and grab his ankles or participate in that backdoor Hollywood shit that you Negroes do. So you slandered Maddie Rich. Just show how pro-black you are. But that's what black people do. He was bred as a black person. See, these niggas that came off the plantation, like I said, these coons, they was coons on the plantation. They They bred baby coons. 
They brought a bunch of black people on the plantation. They taught their children how to be black. They taught their children how to kiss white people ass, worship white people, worship the massa. You know, you do what he say, and don't trust no niggas. And you know niggas, but you know you listen to white man. He got everything to tell you. They, that's where he comes from. That's what these niggas come from. They come from that pull yourself up by your own bootstrap bullshit when they know damn well they only bootstrap. They pulled up as the white man's bootstrap, licking his fucking boots. Like the coons and sambos and buck dancers and, and, and bed wenches that they are. This is your black race. This is your black people. This is your pro black African dancing. You ever see these niggas and they be in these pan African things? These niggas look like the whitest niggas you ever want to see. You ever get that Caucasian energy on a lot of these pro, these pan African Negroes? How many of y'all get those pro black pan African niggas? You get the whitest energy off of these people. You ever get that? You notice that it's like no soul to these people. You know? It's almost like they really want to be, they really think of themselves as black Caucasians, but they in blackface. They're really black, they're really dark-skinned white people in blackface. That's all they are. That's all they are. They're nothing but dark-skinned black people in whiteface. I mean, excuse me, they're nothing but dark-skinned people in blackface. Dark-skinned white people is what I mean to say. Because I, like I said, I went to a lot of these things. I went to these pro-black so-called things that somebody dragged me to a long time ago. And I would always see, like, in these university colleges, these pro-black dashiki-wearing Negroes, they'd be the first ones up in some Caucasian face talking to them. They ain't talking to you. They, they want to make sure they go talk to white people. They want to talk to white people. They want to talk to white colleagues. And, whatnot. and they looking at you like, oh, what you want? I don't seen it. I've seen the pro-blacks, the red, black, and green dashiki, zombie-ass niggas who talk about Africa, mama Africa so much. But they got, they got very, they got a lot, a lot of these niggas got that Caucasian spirit, man. You can feel it off them. They don't come off as genuine. They don't come off as real. They've been educated. They're the ones who, you know, they get their tenure at these HBCUs or these, uh, or these uh, uh, liberal Jewish colleges where they want to teach about black being black and your black experience in America, and nine times out of ten, these black females are teaching. They done been they laying up with some Jew, some white man or some Jew, or, or the black males doing the same thing. They got your black experience right there in America. They got your fucking black experience right there, being a damn ass kissing coon for these crackers. That's your that's your black experience right there. And these and these HBCUs. And, and, and Hollywood, or what you Negroes call black Hollywood, ain't no black Hollywood. It ain't nothing but you niggas in Hollywood kissing white people asses. That's all it is, and bending over at night. That's all. That's that's what black Hollywood is. Black Hollywood is hope is prostitute row. For you niggas that'll go that where the white man could go and get, who up in the, up in the ranks of real Hollywood. And he could go down to the slave quarters in black Hollywood and pick up a, a bunch of these niggas who were supposed to be so-called acclaimed actors and probably get y'all in a damn threesome or a romp somewhere so, so he could get his next role. Or or she could get her next role, whatever, on their knees at some mansion party. That's black Hollywood right there. You see? That's Cornell West. Yeah, exactly. Cornell West and all these other Negroes, man. Jesse Jackson. Oh, that's, that's black people. That's the people they want you to. They want you to uh, fucking identify with. These are the people that they want you to identify with. It, they want you to identify with Cornell West, 
you know, with his big afro, and, you know, he pro-black because he got his afro, but he got his white woman at home. But he pro-black, though. They want you to identify with him. They want you to identify with Malcolm X. They want you to identify with uh, 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 Raheem and Shaniqua in the hood. See, those are all black people. Those are not bright people. Those are not people of the most high. Those are not people of the of the ascension. They're not Obama. They're not the bright race. You see, they demonize the bright race. They demonize the bright race. Those are the ones who make the bright race look like something they're doing something wrong because we don't want to be black people. We don't want to be down with you. We don't want to sit around and beg the white man for reparations. We don't want to sit around and ask the white man to keep giving you reparations after you keep telling you niggas no. You see, y'all, that's just a game y'all play, man. It's a game you play. We don't want to keep talking about white supremacy. We want to do something for ourselves. We want to come together collectively. But you know, of course, black people are against that. You know that. Black people are all coons. All black people are coons. Every last single black person is a coon on some way, on some level. Anyone who is identifying with being black is a coon. You see? You can't escape that. And, yeah, I'm making a blanket statement. I don't care if I got black family members. I'm going to just say they're all coons, man. Anybody who identifies being black is a coon because that is what was created. Black is what was created. You see, they took the ones who wasn't the brightest bulbs in the box amongst the bright ones of our people when we were known as the copper-colored people, the copper-colored races. They took the ones who wasn't the brightest bulbs in the box, and they basically enslaved them, buck broke them, and did all this stuff to them and basically created the black race. What do you think the white man meant when he said, you know, you got you to gotta break the slaves. You got to make sure that you break the slaves. You got to break them. What are they breaking you toward? When you break somebody, the word breaking means to either break in two, right, or stop them. When you break something, you break, stop, or you break something in two. What is he breaking you to when he breaks you? He's breaking you mentally. Whatever brightness you had in you, whatever intelligence he has in you, he's trying to shatter that in you and create an alter ego, a submental, submissive alter ego. And that's your black race. That's how the beast created the black race. A sub, that's subhuman people. But wherever you go into the so-called black neighborhoods, you think it's a coincidence, wherever you go in the so-called black neighborhoods, it's fucking death and destruction. Whether even if it's in, the, in these Negro neighborhoods where it's halfway decent, still some kind of death aura on it. It's just still some death aura. It's like it's like it's not no real thinking, no real like you know people coming together, no real source of community. It's just a death aura. This niggas just just eating, sleeping, screwing, getting by, just getting by. You see, it's like it's got a death aura on it. It don't have the feel of a real community. It does not. When you go in a so-called black neighborhood, whether it's on MLK MLK Boulevard. You know, now Malcolm X Boulevard and or whatever Boulevard, wherever you go into any of these areas, it's never a feel of community. That's done on purpose. There's no feel of community. There's no camaraderie. There's no people who love each other as a family. It's not none of that there. You would think with all the stuff so-called black people been through here, why is that not the uh, 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 why is that not the foundation? in which we stand on, family and community, after everything, because you would think that something as traumatic as slavery, Jim Crow, and all the shit black people been through, that would bring them closer together. But yet, it didn't. It didn't. You know why? 
because black people, are, as you call them black people, have been mentally severed, man, from who they truly are. They've been broken into. They created a they, – they separated you from that transmissive state. They separated you from that transmissive state, that highest state of thinking. They separated you from that. And what they left in place of that was a broken black person, a person in darkness. We don't know who they, what their history is, where they come from, where they're going, who they really are. They left you broken. That's, what, that's how they created the black race. They created a broken people. They helped along with the Jim Crow and all that. This was all a scheme and a plan that was worked by these elites, and they used these Caucasians in certain places to buck down and break the so-called black man and black woman, break you into being black people, break you from those copper-colored people who they once described you as. They described you as those copper-colored people, and they wanted to break you down slowly into colored and then into black. You see, it was gradual. You see, the black race was created gradually. But like I said, the breeding ground for the black race has always been the slave plantation. The slave plantation is where they bred the black race. You see, they, they bred a broken, destroyed people, a people who once knew where they came from who did not answer to black. They refer to themselves as copper tone, sepia, copper colored people, because, like I said, this is the actual description. And you know, they was not identifying with Africa. They knew about the Mayans and the Aztecs. As far, some of them as far back, they knew about that. You see, they would use terms like Native American and whatnot, but they didn't mean like a lot of people didn't mean Native American as in these mongoloids. They meant going further back, some who had that knowledge and went further back, but. The white man wanted to make sure he broke that. He had to create a black people. The black people had to be created in a enclosed space. See, the black people had to be created in an enclosed space. They had to be degraded because you got to ask yourself, if this was really about work, again, again, that's why I tell you, slavery was not about work. That was not about work. It was not about forcing people to work. That's bullshit. Slavery was about breaking people mentally, mental degradation, breaking the true natives of this land. That's what slavery was about. It wasn't about the work. See, because they knew it was already millions of black people in this country already. So in order for them to create that bottom class first, yeah, they got black people to work for free, and then you could enslave them and whatnot, but it was also about breaking them mentally. Because why would you break up people's families? Why would you rape women? Why would you do all these things and call them your property? You could have just had black people working on the plantation, just working them, break, don't sell them, don't break their family up. You could have had all that going. You didn't have to degrade them, but you were trying to make a point. You were trying to create black people. So in order to create a bottom version, a sub-mental, sub-human class of people, you have to degenerate them. You have to put them through all kinds of degrading things, and that has not stopped. That has not stopped. Do y'all hear me? See, that was, again, that was personal. That was personal. You see, I told you, the beast, they don't, they don't hate up. They, they, don't, they don't hate down. They hate up, man. They already saw our people as supreme, man, and they wanted to break us, man. They wanted to put us up under them. They wanted to create a black race, and they did it. And you've got a lot of these black people, these so-called black leaders, keeping the confusion and chaos going. 
They want to keep the black program going. They want to make us ashamed of being bright. Who want those who want to think be outside the box, beyond the box. Who don't want to be white, don't want to be black. We want to be bright. We want to think on a higher level. We want to raise our people. They want to make you ashamed of that. They want to demonize you for that. How the hell you demonize the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, but you big up fucking um, notorious B.I.G. or Tupac? How you demonize the most Honorable Elijah Muhammad? How you demonize somebody like that? big up a biggie or a Tupac. Call this man a pedophile, a child molester, know nothing about it. Same way they did Dr. York. Because you know why black people do that? Because black people, they always itching. Black people are always itching to hear something negative or degenerate about those who they consider to be bright or those who they consider to be, oh, who this nigga thinks he is. You know, I know I know he's something dirty about him. They can't wait to hear because that's the jealousy within the black race. Remember that whole crabs in the barrel thing was bred on the plantation. They can't wait. They couldn't wait to hear some child, ped- um, some child pedophilia nonsense on Dr. York. They couldn't wait. So our nigga, he definitely went, oh, he's a pedophile. So our nigga, all oh, they couldn't wait. They couldn't wait to hear some, some, something, something that the white man said. They couldn't wait, and they believed the white man. They couldn't wait to hear something negative about the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. And you got baby coons like young Pharaoh. He up here disrespecting that great man. You see, baby coons, baby black people, niggas. They love the beast, and they are here to perform and be down with the beast and be utilized for control of the beast. That's what they're here for. Black people are against the evolution of the bright race, man. They don't want to see that because they're not a part of it. They're here to serve out their sentence under the beast, man. They're here to serve out their eternal sentence under the beast, man. There's no, there's no revelation. There's no resurrection for these Negroes, man. They're just going to become the gray race. There's no resurrection for them. They don't want to see a resurrection or a revelation in the eyes of all people because, like I said, these will be the same. The first niggas, they're the first line of defense for the so-called white man. They're the first line of defense. Why do you think whenever you start talking about getting all people together, coming together, you get these niggas up there, oh, we don't need to come together. We don't need no leader. We don't need to come together. We don't need no leader. That's the black people. They're programmed to do that. Some are knowingly being used, and others already just just in that mind frame. They already in that mind frame. This is where they coming from. Anyone that want to call in, if you're calling in to ask a question, press one. If you're calling in to ask a question, but this is real talk, man. This is real. See, the black people, like I said, you have to understand that the black person or black people are not part of us, man. They're not of the evolution, man. They're not the people of the next generation. Black people are not the people of the next generation. The only way black people are going to go on, going, going, going to go on continuously, go on uh, uh, in any way, shape, or form is through their mixing with the human race. That's the only way the black race is going to continue. They're not going to continue. Ahmed is not continuing the black race, man. Ahmed is not feeding the black race. That's why he's allowing the beast to destroy them because they're just too, they're just too gone, man. They're just too gone. There's no teaching them. There's no, oh, brother, how are you going to say it about your people? If if you don't get what I'm saying, then that means you're black.
You see, like I said, the beast cr- continues to create black people in his education system. He cr- continues to create black people in his, pre- in his penile system. He continues to create black people in these neighborhoods, these hoods around North America. And wherever you go in this place in America, North America, South America, they, they continue to create black people as a class system and as a submental way of the submental uh, race of people who are submissive to the image of Caucasians and everybody else, and thus breeding sellouts and people who will do anything to be in alignment with that image, you see, who will be in alignment with that image. See, that's what that is. They want to create those kind of people, and they want you to follow. That, listen, all that whole that pro-black, red, black, and green nonsense is nothing but some sellout. It is nothing but a finesse to get our people to sell out, to get us to bait and switch and follow a philosophy, an identity, and something that has nothing to do with telling us that we African, that we African-Americans, that we black. Are you kidding me? This is what they, this is what the narrative they still pushing and thus still creating niggas, you see? Because, see, they created all facets of Negroes, you see? That's why whenever so-called black people create something like hip-hop or whatever, they make sure like I said, it starts off, notice, everything usually really starts off bright. When our people get something, you see the brightness in it, like the music, it starts off bright. You hear the soul music and stuff like that. It starts off bright. The, the jazz is bright. You know, the, the things is bright and clean. But then they infuse some black-ass niggas into it. They infuse some niggas into it, and everything gets black and down and down. Like, for example, hip-hop, rap music. Rap music has knowledge, lyrics, is dropping wisdom, things like that. You have, I like groups like Gangstar. You know, even though they said they little black shit here and there, but for the most part, you know, even when they were saying that, it was still dealing with reality. So I don't get off on the positive and negative. If it's real, it's real. Gangstar, Eric B and Rakim, I like people like that. But then, of course, the beast had to infuse in the niggas with the gangster rap. Niggas rapping about cars and jewelry and clothes and all kinds of bullshit, selling dope and killing their own people. This is what they infused into something that started off being about knowledge and dropping wisdom and, you know, things like that. Skills, Mike Skills to the Beast takes something as bright as that. He takes something bright, something that was organic, something that was created by us, for us, the music, everything. What did they do? What did they do? They degenerated by including niggas into it. They get blacks into it. Look at what, you don't even recognize rap music no more. You even recognize hip-hop or whatever they call it, trap. It, that you don't even recognize the shit anymore. It just sounds like straight, just garbage, mumble garbage. And you got black people who love that kind of music. You got black people who play this kind of degenerate music in front of their children. Dead music. Dead, not even music, just noise. They will play this degenerate noise in front of their children. You see, these are the same niggas that will be out in the street for the uh, naming of Christopher Wallace Way or uh, the Biggie, uh, uh, Biggie, right? But these are the same people who will sit up here and say, oh, if, you know, they decide to name uh, uh, one of the streets after uh, 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 this guy Grady, the one from Atlanta, or some white supremacists, they named the street after them. Oh, they against that, but you can name the street after Biggie, Biggie Small. Somebody, all he talked about is killing his own people, selling drugs to his own people, degenerating his own people. That's all he rapped about. But y'all celebrating the Christopher Wallace way. 
This is black people for you. Black people love to celebrate destruction. You look up to niggas in the hood that shooting and hook neighborhood up. You look up to niggas who selling dope in the hood. You look up to niggas who who um just like I said, gang banging in the hood. That's what you look up to. This is what you look up to. And then when the police shoot niggas, oh, you know, how they did that to Shaquan. They shot little Tavion. They shot yeah, but but you niggas are not upset when little Tavion and Taekwon is in the bloods of the Crips and they killing each other. You ain't upset about that. Or any other gang. You ain't upset about that. You ain't upset when they killing each other. You upset when the police come and kill them. That's when you upset about it. This is the mentality of black people. Because it only matters, black lives only matter when white people are taking them in the minds of black people. That's when black lives matter. You know, that's what I said. That's when black lives matter. Black lives only matter when it's white white when white people taking them. In other words, when they white master, the white slave master is putting them to death. Oh, this is a tragedy. But niggas kill each other. Oh, niggas die every day. Oh, shit. That, that, don't talk about that shit. That ain't nothing. You niggas kill each other more than the white man kill you, but yet you don't want to talk about that? You don't want to talk about that? How many uh, uh, unreported killings in the so-called black neighborhood, gang shootings, or whatever the hell you niggas doing, or shooting up the neighborhood? How many of that's going to go unreported? See, the only reason you niggas cutting that shit out right now is because the white man is gentrifying your neighborhoods. You know, basically, where you niggas basically lived in these neighborhoods, you didn't want to have no community. You just tore the neighborhoods up. You committed crime on each other, robbed each other. Wouldn't won't rob the white people. Won't rob the Asians. Won't rob nobody other than your own race of people. Hate your own people. Like I said, this guy, you're not going to address that part. You're not going to address that. You want to address when white people do something. So that shows you that you put white people at the top of the pecking order. You put them at the top of the pecking order because you're saying it, it ain't important when y'all kill each other, when y'all take each other's lives. It's only important when a white person's involved and he takes your life. That's when it's need for protests and marches and, and, and you know, uh, Oh, the police shoot you. Oh, you got to get a gold from you. The state got to break y'all off. And then the family who y'all came out there in March for, they're going to take that money and go on vacation. Them niggas going to go right on vacation. Them niggas going to buy. Them niggas going to go go shopping. And them niggas going to go to the Louis Vuitton. The first stop, once they get their settlement money, $25 million or $2 million, whatever the hell the white man gives them, they're going right to the Louis Vuitton store. They're going to go to the Louis Vuitton, the Gucci store. And they're going to they gonna have their little candles set up for Rakeem or Tyrone or whoever the hell got their brains blowing out of Shaniqua in them. You see? And like I said, they raised these niggas. They raised them to be disrespectful. They raised them not to stand up for community. They raised them to be black people. And then they get mad when the creator of the black race, the so-called white man, takes them out. They get mad. Why did you do this to my baby? But I'm going to take that $20 million settlement money, though. And we're going to take it and we're going to remember Tyrone. We're going to give some to his grandbaby, that which we ain't spent up on ourselves, the Louis Vuitton store, or, you know, getting getting turned up or partying in his name and celebrating his life. You know, because a lot of you niggas mind Tyrone or Taekwon and Shaquan. This is a come up for you. Mm-hmm. you know, if they had to sacrifice their life for y'all to come up, that's how y'all, that's how y'all feel, man. Y'all ain't about shit, man. Black people ain't about shit. And I'm saying this because, like I said, the bright ones of our people have to get up out the shit, man. The bright ones of our people have to get up out the shit, man. You see? 
We got to get up out the shit. We got to stop this, oh, we all black, and we all, no, we ain't all black. No, we ain't all falling for the okey doke. No, we ain't all falling for the banana and the tailpipe that we all, our skin is black, and that we came from Africa, mama Africa, and all that bullshit. We ain't falling for the banana and the tailpipe, like you Negroes did on the plantation. We ain't falling for, oh, we want an education from the so-called white man in psychology and philosophy and English and all this other, and liberal arts and black studies and all that bullshit he teach you in college, basically programming to think like a black person. So you niggas don't go to school, black people, they don't go to school for the skills. They don't go to school for being uh, surgeons and, and, you know, things like this needed. Black people usually take the, the easy route. And if you do, by chance, get some of these black people that goes and become the doctors, they become the best coons. When they become the doc, they become a bunch of sambos and coons, man. They, have, they make sure they become sambos and coons. You see, they make sure of that. They make sure they're going to they play right along. Ain't trying to help no community. Ain't helping their community. What community? He in it for himself, or she in it for herself. That's what black people do because they were educated by the beast. All they know is the beast. All they know, he's their god. He's the height of education. He's the height of civilization in their mind. In their mind. In their mind. You can't tell them that we're the uh, the beginning of civilization and we're going to continue it for. They don't think like that. Black people would rather us all die as the bright race and for the white man to continue and them to be up under them and someday hope that they, the white man will let them in the door. But I got news for you so-called black people. He is going to let you in the door once he mixes his seed with you and use your black woman. Then he's going to get rid of you black men. He's showing you right now. He's doing what you black men, turning you into homosexual. And you rappers that accept that y'all black. You putting on they, the black, y'all black. Being promotions that promote black males as homosexuals and soft and effeminate, you y'all black man. You'll do anything for money. Like I said, if you niggas will be faggots in front of the damn camera, you'll be faggots. You'll be faggots behind the camera. You'll be faggots in front of the camera. You'll come out there with dresses on. So I'm not surprised when I see entertainers coming out there wearing dresses and and all this weird shit. They promote effeminate. That's what black people. The black males will do anything for money and black females. Got to be really quick. Nine one nine. Be quick. Got three seconds. Got three minutes. Hurry up. Nine one nine. You can mute me. That that was by mistake. That was by mistake. All right. Okay. All right. Let me go ahead and read this question before we get out of here. What is the struggle between black and bright? Something that's always been going on. Those of our people who are operating from a higher degree, a higher frequency, bright ones of our people who are trying to operate from that higher frequency, connecting versus those who want to connect to the lowest frequency, the black frequency. Who struggles with this reality? We struggle with it. As we are evolving into a greater people, the bright ones of our people. I ain't we forget about the black race. That's what we, we're gonna have to just accept that, charge them to the game. Why is this struggle? Why is it a struggle? Because we keep going back and forth between this black. Because a lot of our people still think they black deep down inside. They want to associate with black people. No, no. Well, when will the struggle end? It's starting to end now because we're starting to wake up the bright ones of our people. What will come after the struggle? Evolution and extinction. And that's it. We're going to close out in the name of Amen by the power of Amen. And Amen we trust and Amen we thank and Amen we continue forward forever. I am the intellectual new Ben Minkari. This has been Mental Leg Radio. I'll see you guys back in tomorrow night at 10. Good night. Mm. Is this really the end? 
Or is it a new beginning? A new reality? So many misconceptions. So many evil deceptions. I've come to give direction. For I am the lifesaver. So many misconceptions. So many evil deceptions. I've come to give direction. For I am the lifesaver. Scooby-Doo-Wise, Scooby-Doo-Wee. Like a jazz player, I improvise wisely. Free with the child, I flow like the now. But remember, don't mistake the smile. Deep-rooted is my rhyming. Like ancient African grill, precise is my timing. But let me get to the essence of what I'm saying here. Too many blood-red streets with bodies laying there. The systematic fanatics are at it again. Trying to kill me and all of us, my friends. But don't bend to the mental strain. Against all odds, we must strive for essential gains. Be true to the life the Lord gave you. And that's a message from the lifesaver. The The lifesaver. So many misconceptions. So many evil deceptions. I've come to give direction. For I am the lifesaver. So many misconceptions. So many evil deceptions. I've come to give direction. For I am the lifesaver. Man, to squash a fight, then to set one off. Knowledge, I'll let some off. Cause nowadays, everybody's a killer. And as for me, no other MC is iller. But still, a thorn scrapes my heart when I see another life that's been torn apart over nonsense. No law, no order. It's evidence that the money only takes precedence. Cause everybody wants power while the innocent are born or die during every hour. I scour as I look upon evil, but I muster the strength to spark awareness in my people. And we will learn to respect our neighbors. Another message from the lifesaver. The lifesaver. So many misconceptions. So many evil deceptions. I've come to give direction. For I am the lifesaver. So many misconceptions. So many evil deceptions. I've come to give direction. For I am the lifesaver. 